0: Encounters with Grace, looking for love in all the right places. Encounters with Grace is a compilation of essays, prose, and images based on the musings of the urban herbalist Charlene Marie Mohammed. In 2019, Encounters with Grace is dedicated to 365 days of finding Nemo, never-ending moments of openness to the universal principles of peace. Encounter number seven, the good earth. House plants runneth over. Although I love plants and vegetation, the house variety does bring me angst. Back in the day, I accumulated so many plants one could hardly see out of the window. Eventually, I learned how to tend a garden and kept my plant life out of doors. As life would have it, Folks see me as the plant-loving kind and bring me such as gifts. My current dilemma is what to do with the six house dwellers taking over my little sitting room. All of them gifts that I would not dare to depart with. The tallest is about 20 years old. A dear friend gave me a clipping of a palm when she was migrating to the Midwest. I stuck it in a pot in a corner and there she has grown for two decades. Two others, the Jewel of India, were also left in my care by a friend moving out west. This dear one passed away two years ago, and it is these lovelies that serve as a reminder of my friend's sweet spirit. The Christmas cactus was a blessing from my mom. The nine-year-old blooming orchid, a farewell gift from the children at the last early childhood program I served. Now the bitter leaf rightly belongs outside, yet this sun-loving gift from Ghana didn't take too well to the winter, so I brought her inside to hang out with her indoor plant cousins. Okay, last confession, I did purchase the aloe vera, because every good herbalist should have one in her pantry. And so they grow. Lessons learned from both my indoor and outdoor green friends, a little nurturing goes a long way. Good earth? Good earth? strong foundation, proper nourishment, clean water and sunshine, and a quiet sitting room cultivate the secret life of plants. When I brought the bitter leaf in out of the cold, I pruned her back to press and dry some of the leaf for tea. The original spot in the house I left her in did not fare well. Within three days, my vibrant green friend looked like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Maybe she's lonely, I thought, so I loved the six-footer upstairs to sit with the other plants. Within a day, the bitter leaf had not only perked up, but also leaned in on one of the jewel of India like she needed to snuggle. Now the girl is almost as tall as the palm. And so they grow. The gift of plants and flowers are symbols of life. The give and receivership of this type of gift honors the process of stewarding the goodness of Earth's bounty. To give a plant is to say, I honor your ability to care for life. To receive a plant is to say, I take responsibility for the care of life. The domestication of plants advanced civilization. Without the symbiotic relationship of humans and plants, life would stand still. In an article entitled, The Secret Life of Plants, published in the journal Nature, the author writes, Plants are an extricable part of the human experience. They provide us with food and fiber, drugs and building materials, fuel and fodder, fragrance and shelter. Although we are literally beholden to plants for our very existence, the geological history of plants and their role in transforming Earth's biology and chemistry is a largely unsung tale rather than take my green family for granted or fretting over my home looking like a hot house on steroids i choose to bow to these botanical creatures for like we humans are of the goodness of earth dilemma solved